how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and store Mojave vision. At times I'm on the H that Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit him like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my diction. Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 384. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I am your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. We're going to do another NBA division preview uh, right on the cusp of preseason. We're going to talk about the Southwest division. It uh, should be fun. There's some big stars, big names, exciting teams, uh, rebuilding teams, draft picks to talk about. Going to be fun. But before we get into that, the most important question I have today, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Um, training camps have started, and uh, everybody's in the best shape of their career. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, everyone's excited about their new role. Guys are fitting in. Coaches, coaches, the coaches are, coach, all the coaches are just shocked by the energy in the building. It's just, we're ready to yeah. go. It's the, good to the, go. The fringe role players brought in are finally in a, in a place that can maximize their talent. Absolutely, absolutely. And don't yeah. forget about all the guys that are in the best shape of their lives. Don't forget about yeah. those guys. Best shape of their lives, absolutely. Yeah. Never been healthier, Dwayne. Never been healthier. Never been healthier. Never been yeah. healthier in uh, his whole life. Preseason starts Sunday. Sunday. I know. It's, That's amazing. It happens so fast. I love it so much. <laughs> I hope that this year, hopefully, the, with no, there's no COVID problems and uh, they can get back to a, a fairly regular schedule and Me guys too. can get a full off season again. Me too. That's what I hope too. I hope that it uh, all works out nicely. I am excited for November basketball. We didn't really get it last year, so I'm excited. Yeah, that, for that. I think the, the season started around Christmas last year. I think. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully. baseball. Yeah, baseball playoffs coming. NFL. Yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah, everything's, everything's good. This is this is a good sports time of year. The Nashville Soccer Club is the two seed in the East. Go heading into the playoffs. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So, I'm sorry. What? What, Let's what go. happened? I'm sorry. Let's go. I fell what you talking about? What are you doing? What are you doing yeah. to me? We're yeah. very excited here. <laughs> what are you doing? Why'd you, why you got to bring up soccer? What, what happened? <laughs> why you got to bring up soccer? Oh, so we're talking Southwest today. I've got some hot takes about this division, and I'm ready. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I am ready to hear those hot takes. I really am. I'm ready to be wrong. I'm ready to look foolish. <laughs> I'm ready to be wrong. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm not afraid to be wrong. Like, I'll say what I think. If it's wrong, I don't care. <laughs> I, have, I have been wrong on so many things in my life. I'm not, I, I'm not afraid to be wrong on a few more. <laughs> I love the two guys credo. That, that should be the two guys credo. Hey, we're probably wrong. <laughs> and we're okay with that. That's okay. But, that, but that's the thing. Like, people are wrong all the time. Even the people that get paid to analyze sports are wrong a lot. Uh huh. It's true. It's like it's just it's hard to know what's gonna happen when the ball gets tossed up, right? Like it looks like on paper the Nets look far and away like the best roster. Like who knows what's gonna happen when the ball? Like Kyrie might not play. Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie. <laughs> like he just might not play. Like who knows? I just I I'm so tired of hearing about Kyrie. Like like I get it, and you know, and it's funny because people be like, Kyrie makes sense in this aspect or some people are too hard on Kyrie because of this or whatever and I'll be like yeah so Kyrie does sometimes make sense and does sometimes say and do things that I agree with and does sometimes support things that I'm like yay but overall the grand body of work here is that I don't want Kyrie on my team because he's not reliable he's just not reliable <laughs> it's not reliable it's not reliable it's just, man uh, it's he's scary, in danger man. of missing all of the Nets home games this season if he doesn't yeah. get the vaccine like yeah. that I'd yeah, we're not talking Nets today, but which, I will say this. Which, honestly, I, might not be that many less games than he probably was going to skip anyway. So, Boom! Tip your waiter. Um, <laughs> Tip your waiter. <laughs> I am calling for a moratorium on Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons talk. Like, that's Let's it. Do We've it. had enough. Let's do it. We've covered <laughs> both those teams, so, right? Yeah, enough. Like, I've had enough. I'm, I'm, I don't want to hear any more about Ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know when he gets traded. How about that? Yeah, yeah. We covered the Atlantic division already so yeah i'm good we will we will not talk about Kyrie or ben simmons <laughs> until one of them is traded <laughs> or or until like something major gets announced like if Kyrie yes. retires or something like that yeah so. oh which okay. i would not i like it allow. i like it. i like this moratorium i like it 
Um, what we're going to talk about today. Can we also is, put James Harden in there just in case? Just a general. Just a general moratorium <laughs> on James Harden. Just in case. <laughs> let's take all that talk and talk about Asia Wilson for the Aces instead. Yeah. Awesome, so. Yeah, let's talk. I'm, I'm here for some Asia Wilson talk. I am very close to becoming, like, the kind of fan of Asia Wilson that, like, she shouldn't meet me because I'll just be, like, a blubbering mess. Like, I think she's Let's write that down. Okay, so here's what we need to do. Um, Yeah. I would like to mark that time in the podcast where you said that so that in case something ever, like, heaven forbid, something does happen to her, just mark that, take that out of the podcast. Yeah, take that out of the podcast so nobody (laughs) knows. (laughs) Don't want any evidence. I don't even want to be involved in this. It's like it's like creepy fandom where like I'd meet her and I'd just be like, You're incredible. You're incredible. Yeah. Can you please? Yeah. Can, can she's you, really good. Can man. you sign my ear? Would that be <laughs> like sure? <laughs> just just be all weird. She's so much my, fun to watch, seriously. Like she just she she has like, such a complete game. She's just fun to watch. The, the WBA is fun to watch. The W is it, it, it's it's good. I'm not going to pretend like this season is any different because uh, this is the only season I've really paid attention to. But right. it's been fun this season. This season right. been a lot of fun. They have a lot of stars that are like really uh, fun to watch, you know. So, um, yeah. If it's not your thing, don't watch it. If yeah, it is, I, if you, and I'm definitely you, bandwagoning on the aces. Oh, that's completely reasonable. <laughs> I used to be so anti-bandwagon fans that I've completely done a 180. I'm 100 percent on a board bandwagon fans. You know, it's it's because you spend 20 minutes suffering, and you're like, you know what? I understand wanting to just root for a right. I, I don't it. understand. I'm the one that I'm the one that's crazy. Yeah. For being a Hornets fan for the past 25, 30 years. Uh, that's my problem. Especially if you don't have a home team. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if the Portland Fire was still around, I'm sure I'd be a Portland Fire fan. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, there's no, if, unless it's your team that you grew up with, there's just absolutely zero reason to suffer. Like, why are Jets, Jets fans? What are you doing? Yeah, if you didn't grow up there, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, Jets fans? If you're just, oh, if you <laughs> shout out to our friend Eric Schoenthal, a, a massive. Oh, Jets poor fan. Eric! Oh, yeah. poor Eric! Also, Eric Stangland uh, from the Not in, Not in My House podcast, also big Jets fan. I, I apparently, um, if your name is Eric, you need yeah. to be a Jets fan. That's how it works. I saw something that the Jets haven't are the only team in the league that haven't had a lead all year. Oh, they look I, so bad. I hope. And I started looking around. at I started looking at the schedules like, oh my, when are they gonna get a lead? <laughs> they, honestly, and this is terrible. Honestly, when are they gonna start look like looking like a professional football team? Like that's not good. So bad, and I just <laughs> want them to succeed. I want Robert Saleh to work out because I like him, and but he looks like he's over his head, and Zach Wilson Ugh. looks just dreadful. The, the offense bad. just can't move. I bad, just, bad, oh. bad. Oh, I hope uh, I hope that they can turn it around to be, you know, I, I, I think of the Dolphins uh, it was two, three years ago now that um, when they came out and were like setting records for for how bad they were. And then yeah. they kind of by midseason turned it around and became like a functional. Yeah, I remember team. that because everyone thought the Dolphins were easily going to go 0 and 7, 0 and 6 days, but then After they, the they, they got weeks, it together. Yeah. I think the Jets will, it'll level off too. They're, they're deaf. They, it's not possible for them to be this bad all season. It doesn't seem possible. It, it really doesn't. Um, and, and, and we've got eight minutes now on the WBA yeah. and football. And yeah, on, uh, there we go. Southwest We're Conference ready. Preview. You know, we can just do that instead of Houston talk. I don't need to talk about Houston. <laughs> I think it's obvious where we're starting then, right? <laughs> it's got to be Houston, right? <laughs> um, it's 100% Houston. Um, I don't think you can even make an argument for anyone Yeah, because all these other teams at least could be good or should be good <laughs> right. or are good, right? Like, Houston's the only team in this division that's, like, objectively, no, that's not a good team. <laughs> yeah, and, they're, and, and it's by design, obviously. Yeah, they're rebuilding. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they, got, they got hardened, so. Yeah, they got, they got hardened. They got hardened. Um, the elephant in that room is in or will, in or if, if or when they move John Wall. Um, you know. John Wall is one year away from being John Wall's expiring contract, though, which is, yeah. uh, I feel like that happened fast. So It didn't, though, because it's well, been a long time. It's just he hasn't played is why it seems like it hasn't been so long. Yeah, he, last just, year was I the, feel like, the first year back like, he's played. Yeah, I just feel like we've been talking about how bad that contract is. Maybe it's just, like, we've been talking about it for so long that I'm in my head going, it's just always going to be a thing that we talk about, like death taxes and John Wall's terrible contract. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's what it is. 
And it's an Which, expiring, a huge expiring. That Which, honestly, at this point, unless they can get an asset back, I'd like to see them just keep it. Yeah, just, yeah. I, I, I don't want to see them give anything to get rid of it. No, they don't need to do that. They give no. Yeah. They need all the assets they got. I don't want to see them ship out a first round pick to try to move the John Wall contract for what purpose? For yeah, for, the, for, for what reason? The only guy I I would I would be like aggressively trying to trade if I'm Houston uh, with like reasonable expectations is Eric Gordon because Eric Gordon yeah. I feel like could help another team and his contract yeah. you know eighteen million nineteen million twenty million the next three years and that twenty million is a team option I yeah. feel like that's a very tradable contract and that he very can help tradable. somebody. And I think I think I think he definitely does get moved. That's a contract that can get traded. Um, other than that, man, they've got a lot of really young, ex- you know, pieces to be excited about. Mm-hmm. We we like Christian Wood. Yeah, I, I, I I bet him to be a most improved player last year. Didn't turn out. Still made money on that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, love Kevin Porter Jr. They just drafted uh, Alperen Sengun. Uh huh. Who and I Jaylen think Green. the I hadn't got to Jalen Green yet. They oh, just I'm drafted. Sorry. I'm sorry. I jumped the gun. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> they just drafted uh, Alfred Sengun, who we think could be a good player. I think mm-hmm. could be maybe, and uh, they drafted who they hope to be their you know go to scorer on the wing uh, on the wing and their you know face of their franchise at least going forward. Jalen Green, who mm-hmm. I, I honestly didn't love going into the draft. Didn't hate him obviously, but I had him third among the the big three guys that were talked about at the top of the draft. But he can score. And this is going to uh-huh. be a team that needs scoring. So I, 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 I think he is one of my favorites for Rookie of the Year, simply because he's going to have the opportunity. He's going to be the starter. And he's gonna, he can score. And rookies that score a lot are always at the top of the list for a Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Even, when, even if they don't do a, a ton else uh, to help a team. See Minnesota. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tyreek Evans is the classic example. Yeah, Tyreek Evans is another one of those guys. You score a bunch of points, and you, you people, and you just know it, it, I mean, that's the purpose of the game, right? To score buckets. You need a guy yep. that can do that. Yep. Um, the team's not going to be very good. All that said, it's still a very young team. It's still, you know, not anywhere near where it needs to be, especially in the West, to try to sneak into even the play-in tournament. So. I don't expect them. I, I still expect them to have a high draft pick going into next year. They didn't have their draft pick this year, which is. Oh no, they had the second. Who didn't have the pick this year? It was Minnesota that didn't have their pick, and I made fun of them for that. But they had the the, the second pick. They had the the number two pick, so they'll have another high pick going into this next season. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just no need to rush it. You're rebuilding after you tore down your your franchise with your star player. You're supposed yeah. to be bad for a couple years. Yep, that's the way it works. And uh, Steven Silas, I'm glad that they're. they're seems like they're going to give him time yeah. um, to, to work with this roster, so I like that. And this is what I wanted for Silas. I didn't want – going into that situation where the expectations were all high to try to make the finals again, mm-hmm. that's not a great spot for a first-time coach to jump into, especially a guy who's been known his entire year for de- player development, his yep. entire career for player development. Now he's got a chance to really develop some, you know, some, some top-of-the-line talent in Jalen Green. So – it's a good spot. There's going to be no pressure, at least for the next couple seasons, for them to win. So, and I don't think they'll be bottom of the league bad. I think that uh, the talent they have on the roster, barring like Christian Wood missing all year again, like he missed a good portion of the year last season. Uh, but I, you yeah. know, I think these guys are going to play enough and be fun enough to watch that they'll keep the fans engaged and they won't be like, we won't be like watching this team being like this is the worst team in basketball. Like it won't be like it was. Yeah, last year, I- you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm not willing to say that yet. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Do you uh, let me ask you a question? Do you think we might see a little bit of what Oklahoma City Thunder did last year with them, where like their young pieces start to click, and then suddenly they're like being held out and things like potentially, that? Potentially, like yeah. That yeah. That, de- that definitely is is. I I think that by design, you're not going to see them do too much because I don't think. Okay. I don't think Houston wants to be good. This is going to be a, a very subtle uh, process, right? Yeah, and I think, and I don't think it'll last longer than a year. Like I think after this yeah. year, they'll take their uh, another high pick, you know, and they'll 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 go get somebody. Maybe they offload Walls' uh, expiring yeah. deal. Maybe something like that. Um, the know, problem that, with 
if there's a team that's trying to shed bad money or something like that, then John Wall might become a absolute trade chip for them next year. Just not this absolutely, year. absolutely. And also, in a couple years, whenever that contract comes off the books, there the Houston sets themselves up perfectly to take on a bad contract or two for some picks. Yeah, they have sixteen million dollars under contract the year after next. Yeah, that's all there you got. go. <laughs> they can, they, they're going to be right there to be able to take one of these bad contracts of someone that wants to offload something. Yeah. The problem with being bad in the West is that the top of the conference is so good. Like the top five, six teams in the West is so good that being bad is so hard to get out of the to get out of the basement. Look at how long Minnesota on a roster that's really on paper, not that bad, has just been unable to get out of the basement. Yeah. New Orleans and Sacramento. Too. New Orleans, those Sacramento. Teams. Those, those teams have been there the last couple of seasons and just yeah. can't crack the top because it's so good. Yep. Yep. Really credit Phoenix because Phoenix was awful and, and yeah. they, they've managed to turn it around. So and with, credit to a team that's managed to get out of that never really fall too far. Uh, they they were down one year, but then have really made a bounce back is the Memphis Grizzlies. Like they've yep. been able to really just you know on the fly do a rebuild and has made the team competitive again. But yep. teams like Minnesota, Sacramento, we're gonna get there. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna get to those guys. I've just been have never been able to really you know jump out of that basement yeah yeah it's hard so, yeah yeah so i honestly that's all i've got on houston um tell me a little bit about your impression of sangoon because i really don't know anything about him and he, uh you know is he a project is he a wing is he a big a like, what is he doing so. he's a project but i i'm staying I'm, i've decided i'm just staying away from predicting these these um these european players from now okay the, I have too much. I have too much. I'm, I'm too. I have too much baggage. Well, he feels I'm, like the kind of guy Dwayne wouldn't like. Like, just, yeah, just, right. Yeah, so right. But I, <laughs> I'm just. I've been. I'm too much trauma. It's just. I've had too much trauma in the past from these guys that I have no idea. I. It wouldn't shock me if they. He turned into would be a real piece. It wouldn't shock me if the guy never plays. If he just. If it never cracks a rotation. True. I have no idea. I hope so. The, the talent is there. Mm-hmm. With all these guys that come over here that we've not really seen play, the talent is always there. They always look good playing against uh, playing in these overseas leagues. You just you just never know if it's going to translate or not. Yeah, you never know. So where do we um, go next? Because I could see it going a few different directions here. How crazy you want to get? I I get crazy. I want you to get cra- I want you to get nuts. That's what I want. Let's go New Orleans. New Orleans, that's not crazy. That's not crazy? I think yeah, that's crazy. crazy. People yeah, think New Orleans is going to make the playoffs this year. They've been saying that every year for, like, <laughs> 10 years. Like, ever since Anthony Davis was drafted, like, the year after Anthony Davis was drafted, New Orleans was on the verge of taking a step every year. Like, And they just mostly don't. You know, they had a couple years in the playoffs, but generally speaking, they just they just stink every year. And I, I don't see – same with, like, Minnesota. You know, that I just don't see a reason to expect them not to stink until they don't stink. On paper, New Orleans has a good roster. Yep, like they did last year. Very good roster. Zion is great. I think Zion is a, another. We talked last week about uh, uh, about uh, Zach Levine being a dark horse MVP candidate. I think Zion uh, could be another one. Yeah. Uh, is that really that dark horse, though? Zach Levine? It was Zion. Oh, uh, I would say so, simply because I don't think he's – because his team is not – projected high enough I, if people listed their top five mvp candidates i don't think he'd be in it i think that's probably fair the one thing i will say is i think people want zion to have an mvp i don't think anybody yeah. wants zach levine to have an, an mvp that's very very true very so true. like so i feel like zion wouldn't have to do as much or the pelicans wouldn't have to do as much as levine and the bulls would have to do yeah the guy the, the guy who's going to win the mvp is in this division yeah and and <laughs> he and and all, barring injury, and all that team has to do is to be a top four seed. If that team's a top four seed, he's winning the MVP. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, Zion is Zion could be one of those guys too, right? Like if if New Orleans somehow ends up with a top four seed and Zion has an out of his mind season, I think it's very safe to say he could probably win the MVP. So maybe he's maybe that wouldn't be at dark horse. Maybe, yeah. maybe he was great last year. Zion he was? was great last year. And, and I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw a number at you, which is one of the most important numbers from last year. That number is 61. What's that? And that's, that's the number of games he played last year. And that's yeah. a good sign. That's a, a good, good sign. number. He, yep. um, 
his health and his weight has been talked about a lot, but it's uh-huh. it's a problem. It's it's a concern, right? It's a like concern? it yeah. it's a legit concern. Can the guy get through an eighty two game season playing at the level you're gonna need for them to really contend? Yeah, um, and if he misses ten games, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we'll live with that. You don't want some. You don't want him missing forty. Yeah, that's what you don't want. Yeah, if he misses ten to fifteen games a season, then then this team this team's you know ceiling goes up. But Valanciunas, he makes more sense on that team than Stephen Adams does. Yeah, Brandon Ingram, we both love Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram can score in buckets. Him and Zion together still don't make a ton of sense, but they can. They do different things in different ways, so it it kind of works. Yeah. Uh. Devontae Graham at point guard. What did you? What did? What did we? What did you think of that deal? Because I, it, it, it makes sense, but it's also a downgrade at point guard to me. Well, yeah. So Lonzo Ball was was just so much more efficient of a player, of a playmaker, and things like that than what Graham showed in Charlotte. That being said, Graham's a good passer. Like he's a better passer than I think he, he showed in Charlotte. And having guys like Ingram and Zion around him, I think might it might make him change his game a little bit while still providing that like spark plug offensive output that he can do. So I like the fit. I actually really like him there. Yeah. I hope I'm glad he gets his opportunity to, to, to you know, to, to be a starter. He's had it in Charlotte, but you know, mm-hmm. gets another opportunity to be a starter. Cause had he gone back to Charlotte, he would have been the backup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so good for him. I, I wish nothing but the best to Devonte Graham. I, I, I just, I worry. The depth on that team is not there. I like Josh Hart. I like Willie Hernan Gomez. Jackson Hayes, I think I'm about ready to I'm about ready to call it. Are you ready yet? Uh ready to call him an all-star? Yeah, absolutely. No. no. <laughs> I'm not I'm not ready. I'm gonna be like three years too late. He's gonna be yeah. out of the league and I'll be like, you know, he still might. I just like Jackson Hayes. Not we won't call it yet. We're not ready to call it. But I do. I worry about their depth. Um, and again, I just—it's really you need to make a real serious jump to get out of that basement in the West. And I just there's not—I don't think they've gotten better enough to be able to put them in the top eight yet. Yeah, Kyra Lewis, anything? Nah, nah. I don't think so. Yeah, uh, I you know I'm with you on the depth thing. Like you look at that and you're like, yeah, you know. It's a pretty interesting starting five with Devontae Graham and Zion and Brandon Ingram and Jonas Valanciunas and I guess I don't know Garrett Temple, Josh Hart, you know whoever Temple, you want to put probably. there. Probably, um, but then Sh- no, the, probably Josh Hart, Josh Hart. But then there's nobody off the bench. Like there's Temple, there's Sedaransky, and then Willie Hernan Gomez, Jackson Hayes. Like it's you know I am concerned. I'm very concerned about the depth as well. That's my thing. I look at this roster and I I don't think they could. Weather an injury, which, uh, you know, most teams struggle to weather a big injury, but I yeah. really don't think they can weather an injury, even like tread water for a little while while somebody's out. And yeah. then, uh, you know, I think they're going to lose those bench minutes really badly. I think it's going to be rough for them. I, I 100% agree. The starting five is there. They're going to lose leads in the second quarter. Yeah. And second, third quarter, they're going to lose leads. So I, I just I, I this is a team I want to be good because I really do like Zion and I really like to see him be on a good team, but I just don't see it this year. I think they're not there. Yeah, I think they need more. Um, and yep. uh, again, Zion's not going to the Knicks, and if he does, it's not going to be for a long time. So. <laughs> yeah, I can't. They're going to be like they, they'll be like four and ten, and then all of the Zion to New York start talk will start yeah. again. Yeah. It, um, it, it, and they say, you know, he's going to push his way out. So he, he can't, at least not for two more years. Two more years. Two and more years. In two years, he feasibly could. No so one's ever in, done it before, but he yeah. feasibly could force his way out. In two, in two years, he could find a way to play one more season. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so it'll be three years before he goes. But yeah, right? yeah. But in two years, if he wants to turn down that extension, he could. Yeah, yeah, and which he's not gonna do. So, which no one's done it. No, yeah. I, I'm not gonna say he won't do it. I'm just gonna say no one's ever done it. <laughs> yeah, except Greg Monroe. So that's, Greg Monroe uh, doesn't count. I'm talking I'm about just, elite I'm, guy. I'm just saying he's the only one who's who, he's the only one right? <laughs> who's turned down that because he got a max yeah. extension and he turned he it did. down. So he did. Um, yeah. So, uh, six years is what I would maybe five. If he pushes his way out, you know, the last year or two of his contract or something, five years, Knicks, Knicks fans. I'm just saying 
So. Yeah, and by then, who even who by then you might not even want him. Yeah, yeah, he might. I mean, I I I want his body to be right, but he doesn't. No, look I mean, like by then your who's... team might be good. Like RJ Barrett may be a perennial all star by then. True, true. Knicks might be great, or they might not be. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I think we know where it's headed. <laughs> I think we know what's happening. Sorry, Knicks fans. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but you know, Zion. Now we said this about Russ, and Russ has had a, a very long career. Um, but Zion doesn't seem like someone whose game is going to age well. We've said that before, and it, it it's still true. So you know who Zion is in my who he appears to be to me. He's Blake yep. Griffin, and yeah, we said lot, this about like Blake it. Griffin. Mm-hmm. Now, the question is, Blake Griffin, in the second half of his career after his athleticism went, he really transformed his game and became yeah. a really different player and has extended his career. He's still playing and still, and still useful. Yeah. Still a very good player. We'll see if Zion does that. One of my biggest concerns about Zion when he, came, when the, when they, when he was drafted was how much of a basketball player is he and versus how much is he just a freak of nature athlete. Yeah. Because guys that are good basketball players can kind of change, but guys that are just freaks of nature, when the athleticism goes, they become a lot, a lot less attractive to have on your roster, right? Yeah. So Zion, Zion has, has definitely shown that he's willing to put in the work, and I'm not willing to count the guy out yet. No, absolutely not. I love Zion, and I'm rooting for yeah. him, and, and you know, he may be there. But just, it is you a know, concern, though. If I'm banking on Zion... You know, I'd be concerned being like Zion's going to continue at, a, at an elite level in years seven, eight, nine, ten of his career. Like, I, I hope so, yeah. but I, I'd be, I, I would have a hard time like banking on that. So, uh, so as for this season, though, I, I don't think it's, I just, I just don't see them being anywhere near the playoff hunt. Sadly, sad to say, that could be, that could sound really stupid in a couple months, but I just don't see it. Yeah, I think that's fair though. I think it's very fair. Um, also, this is a tough division, so yeah, tough division, tough conference. Like it's yeah. just, it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, another team that I think is actually not going to, I think is also not going to make the playoffs, but I think will be better than new Orleans simply because they're always better than new Orleans is the yeah. San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. Like it's, I think that's it, fair. it's hard to put the Spurs too low because no, they're just, they're never just bottom of the league back, but this is, this is a transition year for them. I think, uh, they're just littered with young guys with potential and Doug and Doug McDermott. And they, <laughs> and we'll just, we'll, I, I think this is a year to just kind of see where they move to going forward. I think mm-hmm. the most important question for them, this could be the worst team in the, in the division. It could also be a team that challenge that fringe challenges for a, a, a play in tournament game uh-huh. simply because it's hard to just even know. Like, the guys they have, I really love. We love DeMonta Murray. We love Derek White, Kelvin Johnson. We love all these guys, right? But yeah. do they meld enough, and is that enough to, to be competitive night to night to night in a conference that we've talked about being so tough? I don't know that, that, that the answer to that is yes. It's hard, it, it's hard to just to predict that, right? Yeah. You know what? Um... I'm going to say something mildly crazy. Okay. Let's get a little, a little crazy. So Kel- Keldon Johnson, all right, is going to be on the list of all-star snubs. I like it. I don't think that's very crazy, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's why I said mildly crazy, right? Because I, I can't put him in the all-star game just because there's too many players, right? Yeah. There's just too many players. But I do think that you'll see all-star snub articles written, and Keldon Johnson will be one of those names that people like. Absolutely, I, I think I think that's very fair. That kid is good, man. That kid's really good. He's. Really I think good. that, and it's going to be one of those things where the Spurs aren't going to win a, a whole bunch of games. They're not going to be on TV a lot, mm-hmm. so people aren't going to know how good he is. It's kind of like Shake yep. Shake Gilders Alexander is like that, where I don't think yep. people realize how good he is because OKC's so never good. on TV. Yeah, but he's really, really good. Hey, man, listen, LeBron's going to play ten games. Is going to make the All Star game because that's yep. just that's how it works, right? He's yep. the goat. And I think um, Keldon, I think Keldon Johnson's going to get Demar Derozan's <laughs> minutes from last year, yeah. right? And I, I think he's going to continue his ascension and 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 take a big step and be the number one on this team. Like I think that's what he's going to do. Um, a couple things. One, do we know what Zach Collins' situation is? Is he still hurt? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I honestly don't. I kind of stopped tracking. I know Portland wasn't confident he'd ever play again. So. Hmm. 
So uh, I think I think that answers the question. <laughs> yeah. So so I I don't know. Um, I'm guessing the Spurs will really really let him heal. And yeah. um, so hopefully he comes back. I love Zach Collins. Seems like a good kid, and he's one of those interesting unicorn type players. If he can ever stay on the court, he just in Portland he flashed it, but could never stay on the court long enough to develop. So he showed he showed just enough in Portland to get to to get your hopes up, right? Yeah, get you excited, yep. and then just never was able to stay healthy enough to put it all together. The yeah. elephant in the room in San Antonio is how much longer does Pop coach? Yeah. That's that's the thing. And then, um, you know, what the post pop spurs look like, you know, is yeah, it Becky like, Hammond? Is it somebody else? Is it, I think it's a hunt. I think Be- I think Becky I, and I think it's a perfect situation for her to fall into. Me too. Um, yeah. A young team that's got a lot of young, talented guys on it and an a, a organization and a system that already loves her and is already is going to be there to support the inevitable bullshit that's going to come her way when she gets the job. Yeah, uh, I think it makes perfect sense. And I think. If the Spurs haven't had that conversation with her, they're going to. Yeah, I'm sure they have. I think that's going to happen. Yeah. A lot sooner rather than later. I'm kind of um, interested in this bench. Like, they've got Bryn Forbes there and Al Farouk Aminu and Doug McDermott and Thaddeus Young. Chandler Hutchinson's running around. Like, I kind of I kind of interested. I kind of think the Spurs bench is going to be it, Yeah, it's, it's interesting, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's... You look at all these guys, Luca Semantic, the other Luca. He's yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I hope he's good. He he's he's somebody he's done so well in the D League, and then when he gets called up, he just doesn't he just doesn't yeah. play well. And so the, he's so. interesting. It's a lot mm-hmm. of interesting, but does interesting equate transfer to wins? That's the that's yeah. the tough part, especially this season. Yeah. And I want you if, to tell me about their young players who I just don't really like. Like Devin Vassell, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get to watch Spurs that much last year. Outside yeah, I'm not of a Devin. Johnson. I'm not a Devin Vassell ga- guy. Okay. Um, I've, I'm kind of, I'm kind of. He's not really that young anymore, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of ready to fall back on Lonnie Walker a little bit. Yeah, he was another guy I was going to ask. Is he ever going to put it together? He's had games. He's had games uh, where he's put it together. But Trey Jones, I'm not a big Trey Jones guy either. Mm-hmm. Um. And so then I, I, I wanted to ask about their first rounder, Josh Primo. What do you think of him? I don't know a ton about Josh Primo, but what I did watch of him looked decent enough. I yeah. I'm not willing to. He's just not going to get. I don't think he's going to get a ton of minutes. Yeah, that would make sense. It just, it's, it's going to be hard, especially guys that like just you got to imagine he's just not getting minutes. He's a guard. He's not playing over Derek White. He's not playing over Lonnie Walker. He's not playing over Brent mm-hmm. Forbes. I just don't see where the minutes come from, you know. Yeah, well, he's only nineteen, so it Trey Jones might sense. get some run yeah. at the at, at the backup point, but yeah. Oh, he's eighteen. Wow, he doesn't turn nineteen till December. Yeah, he's super young, so yeah. there's there's no need if he doesn't play this year. I don't think it's a problem. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, so I think this team's ceiling is play in tournament. Honestly, mm-hmm. maybe they surprise everyone and end up in the playoffs. That would shock me, <laughs> but it's possible. If things go south for them, which they probably won't, because the Spurs are just always competitive. Yeah. It's just kind of who they are. If things do go south for them, um, could you see them moving somebody like DeJounte Murray or Derek White? No, I don't think so. Okay. I, don't think those, I don't think any of those guys get traded. Okay, that makes sense. So, um, I hope they're good. I, I, uh, I really would love to see Keldon Johnson, Lucas Samanich be like a, a future for this team, like be players that are really big for them they've shown flashes Kelton Johnson had a great year last year um and I'd love to see Zach Collins do it Jakob Pertle is still running around there he's, he's still there I like Pertle yeah yeah interesting I I uh I, I wish I had more to say about the Spurs other than just that they they look like a middling team with upside yeah. that's gonna get the most out of their roster because of coaching that's all it is to say <laughs> <laughs> so you have them out of the playoffs you, you have them in the play-in game you said this and I missed it no, I don't. I don't have them in the playing game. Okay. Okay. So. Um. Oh yeah. Yes, I do. I have them tenth. Okay. You have them tenth. Okay. That makes sense. That just that feels about right. Um. Are you ready? I am. Second team in this division. I have your Dallas Mavericks. <gasps> you did it. I'm. So I did excited. it. I'm, so I'm doing it, buddy. Mm-hmm. I'm buying all the Memphis. I'm buying all the Memphis hype. <laughs> I'm so excited because so far you were just chalk, like just reading last year's standings. So I'm very excited. Was that last year's standings? Yeah, yeah. Up until this, <laughs> up until this moment. Yeah. I mean, it makes um, sense. 
I think people are really high on New Orleans. I think people are really high on Dallas. Uh-huh. I'm high on Memphis, but we'll talk we'll talk Dallas first. The problem I have with Dallas is Dallas has one of the best players in the league. Yeah. They have the MVP front runner. And they have a guy who is the face of the league, is the face of international basketball right now. Uh-huh. And is and, and you're you're talking about Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> They're ta- they got they have the guy who is going to is is now and is going to be one of the hardest offensive players to guard in yeah. the league. Talking about Luka Doncic, obviously. Mm-hmm. Just and then they don't, big Max deal. And then they don't have anything else that excites me. Yeah. That's the thing, right? Like like it's 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 Luka and then like a couple yeah and then nothing. Tim like, Hardaway Jr's been he's been good for them, he I'd has. say. He's been yeah. fine. Kristaps Porzingis just can has not been able to stay healthy and when he has stayed healthy, he just hasn't meshed well with Luka and they hate each other's guts. So there's that. <laughs> um <gasps> They 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 still desperately need a five. I think they announced this week that um who they they said someone was gonna start at the five for them. I forgot who they were. Is it Willie Colley Stein? Will they start him? It was Dwight Powell. I think they said it was gonna Dwight start Powell. At the Dwight five Powell. Them. I just like Powell better as a as a three four than a five. But I that's think fine. that's I, th- I might be wrong about that, but I believe that's what I I, yeah. I saw this week that he was gonna start for them. Yeah. Dorian Finney Smith uh, again. I like him. Yep, it's a good player. I like him. He's your the third best player, fourth best player. Where you, where's your team going, right? And yeah. then you go to the you go to the bench. They got a lot of Reggie Bullock running around. Yeah, he's a Burke. good player. Reggie Bullock's always a little overlooked. Very good player. Willie Cauley Stein, Moses Brown. This is just it's this is not a team that's winning the conference. Yeah, and and if Luca misses time, I I you know the thing is. If Luca's not on this roster, this ro- this roster might be the worst team in basketball. It, there's no might. If Luca's not on this yeah. roster, this is the worst team in the league. And, that's, and it's, it's, it's tough to get. It's tough to get past that. And it's it's it's. I can't. I just. I can't. <laughs> Luca is good. Luca is so good. Luca mm-hmm. by himself makes this a playoff team because yep. offensively, if he stays healthy, again. The guy, he's an automatic 30 points a night. Like, you just, you just pencil it in, right? Yeah. Unguardable. And it just, just an absolute nightmare to try to, you know, to try Facilitates, and game plan like he's for. great. Facilitates everything. He makes, he makes, one of those guys that makes his teammates better, everything. He is mm-hmm. everything you could ask him to be. But the rest of the team needs so much more. And it's hard to just be able to pencil them into the conference finals I think it's definitely a playoff team, 100%. Luka alone makes them a playoff team. But it's hard mm-hmm. to really raise their ceiling much more than that when the rest of the roster is just so lackluster. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell, tell me about Josh Green. Uh, didn't play much last year, right? Didn't, uh, didn't really get much action last year. But, you know, yeah. he was their first-round pick last year out of Arizona. 6'5", kind of plays uh, the two-guard. Um, nah, he probably gets more run this year than he did last year. But, meh, yeah. I'm, I think Very he's meh. a guy. Okay, a, just a guy. He's a guy. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Just checking. Just, Josh just Green's check, a guy. Checking in on him. They have a lot of those guys. They have a, a yeah. team full of guys. They have- <laughs> I, I have an issue. You know, it, it, it's weird. They, they didn't really replace Josh Richardson, and um, yeah, Richardson was one of their better players last year. Not, not that he was great, and not that he was phenomenal, but he was, you know, probably. I, I think he was like fourth on the team in minutes, so he played big minutes for them, and he was a guy who could get a bucket for them and. Obviously, Tim Hardaway Jr. is their main guy to do that, and a little bit of Jalen Brunson. But I, 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 you know, they lost talent and didn't replace it, and that's always concerning to me. Yeah, this it's my it's my Boston Celtics thing, right? Where yep. it's like they've just been losing talent for three years and haven't really replaced any of it. Like mm-hmm. at some point, that catches up to you, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I like it. I love it. I think it's bold, and I love it. I, the people think they can win the conference, and. I don't think it's crazy to say they could win the conference. Mm-hmm. It's a little silly, but I don't think it's crazy simply because Luka is that good. Mm-hmm. Like, remember when LeBron drugged that terrible Cavs team to the finals? Like, yeah. Luka is that good. Yeah. Like, yeah. he is, like, drag a terrible team to the finals good. Um, the other thing, this is, this is a trade team also. Um, if a player becomes available, right? Um, 
They've got yeah. the the big money Porzingis contract that they could put in. That, so here's know, yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go a different angle on you. I do think okay. this is a trade team. Mm-hmm. If you are a team, would you trade for Chris Tapps Porzingis? I'm saying, it, it, depending on the situation, right? Because you look at Porzingis. Porzingis is on the books for two more years after this year at thirty million per. I guess I wouldn't. I guess I thought that was a team option, but it's a it's a player option in two yeah. years. So. So, yeah, I don't think I do. But, like, Tim Hardaway Jr., um, you know, he's got a, a de-escalating contract and stuff like that. You do, like, Hardaway, Josh Green, and a first might get you something on a rebuilding team. You know what I mean? Just thinking. I think I would trade thinking for, they I might would, be active. If I were a team, if I were a team that needed a five or a four, he said he doesn't want to play five. But if I needed a big, I would target Chris Tapps Porzingis. I don't think Porzingis is done. Yeah? He I just struggles think, to stay on the court. He does. He does. He definitely does. He's, he can't had been healthy in like three se- two three seasons now. But I just I just don't I just think he hates Luca. It's obvious that he <laughs> just him and Luca just don't it. like each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to just mention Portland because you know I, I'm gonna try not to mention Charlotte. Yeah, both those teams <laughs> could use could use sports, I guess. <laughs> I think there's a lot of teams that could use Porzingis, and I don't, you know, injuries. The injury stuff is definitely a risk, 100. percent But I still think the talent is there, and I, and Why I think isn't that he a Golden State target. Doesn't that make sense? Ooh, ooh, I like that. Wiggins, Wiseman, some sort of deal there. I like it. I think I just I just I think that everyone's down on Porzingis because he hasn't been what he was in New York. Health health stuff, obviously too. But I just I just don't know that he's in a good spot. The, the the Dallas the whole it's it's really weird how we just kind of moved on from how what a train wreck Dallas has been the last five years <laughs> like <laughs> like they've they've had sexual assault stuff or sexual harassment stuff going on the coach just basically was like get me the hell out of here and then signed yeah. on to the Indiana a week later <laughs> yeah Luca was like I don't like Carlisle Carlisle was like I don't like Luca and the 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 ownership said um. Was Rick Carlisle still here? He should be gone. Luca, come in. Luca, come yeah. on in. So. They got him out of there. The, the thing that, whenever that whole thing went down, and uh, Mark, Mark Cuban gave that interview and was like, it's all nonsense. Like, everything is fine. And then a week later, Rick Carlisle was coaching the Pacers. <laughs> <laughs> like, well. <laughs> well, it wasn't nothing. I mean, it was, there was at least a little fire there, Mark. A little bit. Um, a little something. But again, Lucas is great, and Lucas' talent is good enough to mask a lot of those issues. So yeah, it's true. <laughs> so yeah, da- again, Dallas could win the division. Dallas, I think, ceiling is winning the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, that brings me to the team I love. I irrationally love. I, I love the. There, Memphis- there's a lot to love. The there's Memphis a lot Grizzlies. To love. Yeah. I love the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm all in on the Memphis Grizzlies. I am ready to be spectacularly wrong on the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> um, I think Ja Morant, this is Ja Morant, last year in the playoffs, that was Ja Morant's coming out party. Mm-hmm. Like, if you watch those playoff series he played, that guy is an absolute delight to watch play basketball. Mm-hmm. He, he plays so hard. He, I, we talk about it all the time. I'm ter- every time he goes up to dunk, I'm afraid he's gonna tear his ACL. <laughs> I know. I, I'm really worried about that with with Ja. I'm, I'm worried. He's about like, guy, yeah, you have got to learn how to land, my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are gonna hurt yourself. Um, love Dylan Brooks. Love Kyle Anderson. I love Jaron Jackson. Still, still very tenuous on his, uh, on his health. Yeah, he, he, he missed pretty much all last season. He like, did, he, and yeah. it sounds like he's good to go, but still, it's still a little bit of a worry. Mm-hmm. Um, Steven Adams is fine for them at the five. This team, I can't stress you enough how much, it is, how much consistency in a team that just plays well together, how far mm-hmm. that can get you. They got Jared Culver for nothing. Nothing, they, they, yeah. They, they got Jared, Jared Culver is going to really, really, really help them. Uh, Desmond you know Bain. Else, yeah, uh, you know who else I really like? I like Brandon Clark a lot. I think he's Brandon a really Clark. Good he might start for them before, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like he may be their starter. Yeah. Um, 
there's just so much to love about a team that just plays hard, seems to really, really like each other, and seems to really, really, really mesh well together. You know what they remind me of, Brandon? Can I go ahead and say it? Sure. Team reminds me a lot of the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, I love it. Just a, just a team that they have their star that just happens to be a guard. They play really, really well together, and they just play hard, and no one really sees it coming. Like, people thought the Hawks might be good last year. No one thought conference finals good, but mm-hmm. people thought they could be good last year. I'm telling you, this, the Grizzlies feel the same way to me. Mm-hmm. I think this team's going to be a lot better than people are anticipating. Mm-hmm. I... I, I I think they're a lot of fun to watch, and I like them. And I think that they need some of their young players. Because I, I look at – we talk about the bench for these other teams, and I think that the bench is going to be very dependent on whether or not the young players can develop. But they don't need all of them to develop. But they yeah. need Desmond Bain yeah. or uh, Jared, Culver. You know, Jared Culver or – you know they need one of those guys, Zaire Williams, their their rookie, who I don't I don't see a lot of minutes for him this year. Um, yeah. They need two of these guys to be good rotation bench guys. Tyus Jones need some good minutes out of him. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's the you know thing. what I love. Here's but what I, I love about I, I, I'm here's what I love about him. Brandon. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to step on my prediction, so instead of just throwing cold water on me, he just sprinkles it a little bit. <laughs> no I, I love this I, I do I'm very excited about it. I'm here for the John ja Morant parade like I really am he's fun to watch seems like a good kid um I I was not a believer in John ja Morant when he yeah. was drafted so uh not that I thought he'd be trash but I I wasn't I thought he was like too one-dimensional and and things like that and he'd be too too much of a liability in certain parts of his game and all that and he's just been everything they ever could have asked him to be yeah so. He absolutely has been, man. He's been as good as uh, as advertised. Better, I think, than probably than advertised. Yeah. Um. Weird thing to say, but I think I think they finish above Dallas, and I think Dallas's ceiling is higher. Okay. I think I don't think Memphis is a conference finals team. They're just not young enough. They're not ready yet. And I think Dallas could be a conference finals team simply because of of Luca. Yeah. Luca is so good. Luca is be- Luca is that good. He is transcendently good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he raises the a, ba- a worse roster's ceiling above. He's better than anyone Memphis has, but it, far and away. It's so weird that that's how it works because I completely agree with you. Like I think yeah. Memphis is a better team, and I think uh, Dallas has a higher ceiling. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> just a weird it's, thing. It's because of Luca. It's just it's all Luca. That's <laughs> how, how good Luca is, man. Like those, so it's, it's, it's very similar to the that that team that Pistons. What was that? Oh, five or whatever it was. That team was uh-huh. better than LeBron and the, than that Cavs team. Far and away, yep. they were better. But LeBron <laughs> was just <laughs> infinitely better than anyone on the court. <laughs> it's just it just works that way sometimes. Um, now Memphis is. Obviously, we talked about they're a bad injury away from being back in the middle, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially if that injury goes to J- goes to Morant. Like if it, it goes if, to John ja Morant, Morant gets hurt, then I I have very little faith in this team. Um. So yeah, I don't, I, I, and I don't think I don't think anything. I, I don't think my prediction is super super silly. I think it's not unreasonable that team could be in the top four of the conference. Yeah, I don't but, think that's crazy, and I think they make the playoffs. So. Yeah, definitely a playoff team. I've Even got, if they finish second, like I think they're, I think they're a playoff team. So I don't think it's crazy. I've got the, I've got the third in the conference because I've, I'm, I'm, I've gone all in. I love it. I love this. I'm very excited. You're insane, <laughs> and I love it. It's the best thing ever. <sighs> so how many games they win? So they go from 38 to what, like 50? Yeah, I think they're well above 500. Yeah, I've got yeah. them in the 50s. All right, I love it. I'm in. I'm, I'm called. It's my bold prediction. Hey. Phoenix, a year ago, they showed the signs towards the end of the year in the playoffs, in the bubble. Uh-huh. And then yeah. the next year, they came out and they killed everyone. And, yeah. the, and, the, and the, I don't know that I'm predicting conference finals, but they are or finals, but they pl- sometimes the momentum from one season can carry into another one. 
Mm-hmm. And Jaron Jackson's a thing. Like Jaron Jackson, he's a good so player. good. They didn't have him last year. Yeah. So and they get they're getting a hundred. Hopefully, knock on wood, they're getting a hundred percent Jaron Jackson back to add to yep. a roster that was good without him. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 a unicorn type player. Now Valanciunas yeah. had a phenomenal year for this. So we'll yeah. see. They're gonna if, miss Valanciunas. They are yeah, gonna miss we'll, him. Yep. We'll see if Steven Adams can give them most no. of what they got from Valanciunas. I don't think he's the passer <laughs> that Valanciunas is. Steven Adams right. is not a bad player. Steven Adams is, has gotten a lot of crap. Yeah, he's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. He's just not um, – I don't think he's the playmaker that Valanciunas – like Valanciunas, you could, you could throw it to him like um, around the free throw line and he could facilitate a little bit, and that's yeah. something I don't think you're going to get from Steven Adams, which is okay. But um, um, the cool thing is he kind of fits better in Memphis than he did in New Orleans because – like with New Orleans, you want, you want your bigs to – to kind of rim run and clear the paint, right? And like, yeah. and, and and he kind of clogs the paint, so yeah, that's not definitely. something. So absolutely. Uh, so I think in Memphis he can clog the paint and actually be useful in that spot for them. Is John Morant a dark horse MVP candidate? That's really dark horse, right? Oh, I actually I would put him higher on the list than than Levine. John Morant? Yeah, as far as like um ex- expected ability to because memphis is expected to be good right yeah. um they're not expected to be where you have them but they're expected to be good i don't think anybody has them out of the playoffs right yeah um so they, they're expected to be good john morant is gets a lot of fanfare people love him right um he's got a flashy game and things like that like and nobody dislikes john morant like like people there are people who just straight up don't like zach levine yeah so that's true you you're one of them so yeah how dare you first of all <laughs> first of all <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's fair <laughs> but dark horse i th- I still think dark horse though because i i wouldn't i i guess where are we putting that that dark horse label is it top five top ten top, you know what i mean yeah 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 i think it's I, I don't think i don't think anyone's predicting him to be in the mvp discussion yeah because then, like, like, is Donovan Mitchell a dark horse, you know? I would say so. Yeah. Nobody's predicting him to be there. Okay. I, 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 I think he's it's probably, he's definitely higher on the list than I think John Moran is, simply because okay. his team's going to be better. Yeah. And he's already and he, he's already considered in the a star. Right? Yeah, he's already I guess I just have player. to look at who the MVP, what the MVP voting looked like last year, you know? Um, and it's, and it, I think it's just a matter of expectation when you say dark horse. Like, I don't think anyone yeah. is expecting, it's like Luca's not a dark horse, even though his team, because everyone expects Luca to win the MVP. I, I would put, yeah. jo, I would put, you know, Mitchell closer to that than John Moran. Yeah. What about Paul George? Not a dark horse, but I wouldn't say not a favorite. Okay. Yeah. The Clippers. This, I, if the Clippers this, end up with the... If the Clippers end up with a top three, four seed record, they, it's got to be Paul George. <laughs> Paul George will definitely be in consideration in that situation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, you're, you're not dark horses. You know, Jokic, Giannis, LeBron, Steph, yeah, Dame. Right. The usual suspects, know. right? Like, yeah. I would eat the Dame. Embiid. He's not, a, he's not a dark horse. Embiid. Yeah, those guys aren't dark horses. I'm talking about like yeah. all the guys. <laughs> Who? All the Nets. All those Nets guys. Yeah, I'm talking about guys that on teams that could jump that aren't really getting talked about. Yeah. I would what even throw Trey Young? Young in there as a yeah. As a dark I, I wouldn't horse. call Trey Young a dark horse either. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't call him a Trey a, a dark horse. Yeah, um, you almost said Trey horse. I like that. <laughs> I wouldn't call him a Trey horse. I like that. You know, my wife, my wife, my wife bought tickets. We're going to the um. What is it? Is it December the 4th? I think it is. The Hornets are playing the Hawks in Atlanta. Ooh. And we're making, we're making plans to go. I'm very, I'm very excited about this. I'm terrified for what this is going to do to my relationship. I, I am concerned, buddy. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, like, I'm really concerned. Like, I would feel better about this if it was in Charlotte. Um, in Atlanta, you and, 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 and Ivana rooting against <sighs> She's gonna have her Trey Young shirt on. Like, of I'm, course I'm, she is. I'm worried, but are you gonna be okay? We'll see. We'll see how this goes. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm legitimately concerned because I was looking at know. the schedule, 
and I brought it up to her. And when I brought it up to her, she immediately started looking up hotels. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, (laughs) So I'm going to ask Heather if she'll watch the kids and do the bedtime routine that night uh, by herself. And I'm just going to sit downstairs and just have my phone next to me. (laughs) If you need support, buddy, I'm here for you. You're just going to get a text and just say, I can't do it, Brandon. I can't do this. I just can't. I'll I'll call you. You'll be in the bathroom. Matt Ryan just walked by me in a Trey Young jersey. I can't do it. I can't do Matt Ryan. I can't do this. <laughs> Matt Ryan still be a Falcon in December? I guess so. Probably, <laughs> probably, right? I he will be. He's he's not leaving, but they should trade him. They should trade him yeah. for his sake, um, for the team's sake. <laughs> and for theirs. Trade him. Trade hey, him they won Washington. a game this week. They won a game. You did they? Was that, they did. Was that a win? Is that a win? <laughs> I think I think everybody lost that game. That's what I think. That Giants Falcons. That oh, was such an ugly game. The poor Giants. We talked about. We're not going to talk football. We'll talk football next week. Yeah, next week we'll check in. Uh, but uh, the poor Giants. I saw that the Giants and Jets are zero and three for like the like the third straight season or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like just just oh just the, the poor New York fans. <laughs> Yeah, I have empathy for New York fans. They, although they do have a couple giant Super Bowls the past twenty years, so yeah, Jets fans, yes, Jets uh, fans. Giants fans. You guys beat the Pats twice. Like you're good for a bit. You yeah, can dine out on that for for at least twenty years. I will say the Jets made what what like two conference championship games, um, yeah. like like a decade ago. Like that's that's not bad. That's pretty yeah, good. Some success. They've been so bad recently, though. Yeah. The Nets are really good, although nobody in New York likes the Nets. I think everybody in New York. Yeah, the Nets fan. are the Nets our are friend, like they're the Clippers. Our friend, jo- yeah, our friend Josh Rodriguez from the Dime always says this. Nobody cares about the Nets. <laughs> yeah, they're the Clippers. They're the, the the Clippers of New York, definitely. Yeah. The the yeah. Knicks are the main attraction. Yeah. So who's the Bill Simmons of of the Nets? Because Bill Simmons is a Boston fan and a Clippers fan. Um, uh. It's got to be somebody, right? It can't be Spike. Spike is... Uh, is it Jay-Z? Spike's too much. It's got to be Jay-Z. Jay-Z is definitely the Bill Simmons of, of the net. I think it's Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> Who, no, isn't it... I think... Isn't Ben Stiller... A, I think Ben Stiller is a big Nets fan. Isn't oh, he always at Nets games? Somehow that's shocking and also not surprising at all. I might be making that completely up. Yeah, I like it. Let's. I don't care if you're making it up. I'm gonna treat it as gospel <laughs> from now on. I feel like there is um, I feel like there's a, one celebrity that's always at Nets games. I feel like it's Ben Stiller. I'm not making that up. I love this. I love that. Let's just start making up celebrities at Nets games, <laughs> and that's it. Like you know, like you know, you know who's a just massive, massive Nets fan is Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, diehard Nets fan. <laughs> Always there with the jersey and the hat. She's got like she's got like an, an array of Nets hats. Like she shows up and they're all like different and awesome. Like no. just the coolest hats ever. No, turns out Ben Stiller is the Knicks fan. I must have just remember seeing him at a Knicks Nets game or something. At a Knicks Nets game, yeah, yeah. So I I'm now imagining like Ben Stiller from Happy Gilmore just angry at you for for calling him a Nets fan. <laughs> I know he's like yeah he's just like how do you, how dare dare how could you. How, How could, could you? you call me a, ne- a Nets fan? Yeah, yeah the Nets the are. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, yeah, we're not gonna talk about my feelings on that franchise being there, but yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's what what they will have to do a whole uh, episode on gentrification. Yeah, There's we'll talk will, the gentrification of, of professional sports. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody listen to it. We'll be good. <laughs> it's a lot of that going on, man. They just the Clippers are just I just the Clippers are dropping a brand new two billion dollar stadium down in the middle of Inglewood. That's all I'm saying. Uh huh. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Just we'll just leave it out there. Let that be there. <laughs> take a, take for that what you will, everyone. <laughs> um. So what was my what was my final prediction? I've got Grizzlies, Mavericks in the playoffs, and then I've got Spurs. Pelicans and Houston rounding out the back. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. 
I will say it sounds like Taylor Swift isn't really doesn't have like a t- doesn't have a team where she's like this is definitely my favorite, but but that she she's been seen in like Knicks jerseys. So that's funny that we both picked Knicks fans to to put on the Nats. <laughs> I googled Taylor Swift in, NBA she, and there's her in a Knicks jersey. Does she live jersey. here? I thought she lived in Tennessee. In Tennessee, yeah. She might. She probably has a house here. Probably. You said you said all musicians have houses in Nashville. Most of them do. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a there's a lot of there's a a, 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 lot, a lot. Jack White has a house here and 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 close to in my neighborhood, not near me. Oh yeah, but in my neighborhood that I learned like recently. you do, like you do. So. Um. Yeah, I think we've gone off the rails. I think it's time. Let's do it. We, are, now, we got it. to Jack White somehow. I don't know how yeah. we got there, but yeah. We're, we're I, I, I just Googled Taylor Swift NBA fan, so I, I don't know how we got yeah. here. Let's say let's let's end the podcast saying this. Jack White definitely a Nets fan. Definitely a Nets fan. <laughs> Jack White. Diehard Nets fan. Absolutely. He's got got he's got all the Nets he's got like he's got like uh he's got a Paul Pierce Nets jersey. That's oh he my he yeah. he's got he a Brooke Lopez Nets jersey. He's yeah, he he's, does. he's an OG. OG, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely that. Uh, before we go. Carrie Kittles. <laughs> before we go, let me just mention it really helps us out. If you go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave us a nice review, so please do. Uh, that about does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, download us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter at Two Guys Dwayne and at Two Guys Brandon. Go check out and listen to Surge Severe. Great music. Apologies to Ryan Tannehill and all of the non-Nets fans we brought up today. Uh, thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you with another episode next week. Extract minerals, twisted and dash cinnamon. Flavorful neighbor sniffer from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme wrap and then we dish it. Yo. Your attention's on the fire. Cause on the mic, I call experience. I'm like a giant. I'm like a giant.